we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures you restore my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. So, we have segue into this because we said to you that the word that God releases must be confirmed out of the mouths of two or three witnesses. And we gave you the first two sets of witnesses. Number one, uh, we told you the written word of God. Number two is the, the nature of God. And now, number three speaks to the spiritual authority in your life. Your spiritual father, your spiritual mother, your spiritual parentage. Now, I am convinced, and I, I gave you the scripture... Um, I gave you the scripture, I was trying to find it, and I'm going to open with this. That scripture there in Ephesians chapter 6, verse number 2. Let's look at that. I want to start there by way of introduction, and then we're going to jump, we're going to jump a little further. I am, I am understanding more and more as I get into this teaching. I knew it, but it's getting stronger than me now that many of us are not reaping the kind of benefits that we should reap in our ministry because we have been taking spiritual parentage for granted. There has been an abuse from both the parents and the children in a spiritual context. There's been perversion and it is sad what has been happening in the body of Christ in this regard. Ephesians chapter 6, look at what it says. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, watch this, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. Oh my goodness. It says, that it may be well with thee. Now, I want to do this. I want to show you something with this text. This is going to get so good. So, y'all, please don't leave. As you know, this just came to me as I was praying a moment ago. The Lord had me to come to this text. And just to, and just to show you this. This word that says, well. Watch this. That it may be well with thee. Watch what this says. It, say, it means... Watch this. Oh my God, it's going to make you shout. Honor thy father and thy mother, that it may be well with thee. The word well means, watch this, to be well off. Now that's where the shout right there. He says, when you honor your father and your mother, 
the result is that you will be well off. Oh my goodness. And then he goes further and said, this word well off, the next definition for this word well off, it means to prosper. Now that text, as we understand it, is in the natural context. We understand that. It's in a natural context. It's talking about your natural father. Father says to me by way of revelation, I pray that you trust the anointing that I walk in, and I notice what the Lord has said to me. He said, the same principle applies in the spiritual realm. He says, if you want it to be well with you, if you want it to be well with you, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 2 and 3, that's what we just read for you just now. If you want it to be well with you in the spiritual context, if you want to be well off spiritually, he says, then you must honor your father and your mother, your spiritual parentage. And I am convinced that a lot of us are not seeing the kind of success in ministry, wow, glory to God, I just saw something just now. We're not seeing the kind of productivity that we desire to see with the anointing and the ministry that God has given us is because we are walking in dishonor with our spiritual parents. Hmm. And then he says, not only will you prosper and you be well off, he says, your ministry will last long. Have you not seen persons like Oh, God. Whose ministry just can't catch? According to this, you should be well off. Could it be that some of the persons who we see that their ministries just never flourish and never takes off, that nothing happens for them, could it be that they've walked in dishonor? Or that they are walking? Oh, God, this don't feel good coming out. But could it be when your, your ministry is done grow, whether you're in music ministry, in preaching ministry, whatever it is that you're in, and it's not flourishing, it's not prospering, could it be? I'm not saying it's a guarantee because I'm not going to create a guarantee where God didn't make a guarantee. But I'm just saying it is something for you to ponder. The text says, and watch this, it says this is, a, this is the first commandment with promise. In other words, it says this one here, no, you could, you could trust this one here. This is principle that does not change. And just as it is in the natural, so it is in the spiritual realm. He says, when you don't honor your spiritual parentage, you limit your ability to prosper. Have you not seen persons and you watch them function and you see how gifted they are and you wonder why is nothing happening for them? Oh Lord. Don't you know persons who are smarter than you? More skilled than you? And they jealous of you because you saw it and they can't move, they can't advance. Could it be that they're walking in dishonor? 
So this thing about honor is important, especially with those people that want to advance in ministry. They got all kind of aspirations. You want to write books and you want to preach and you want to do ministry and you want to have healing ministry and you want to do all these stuff you want to do and you want to flourish and be a blessing to people. Could it be that the reason you are like wet bush trying to light a match and can't take off? Could it be that you're functioning dishonor? You know, wet bush can't light. I'm, I'm in the text. Ephesians 6, 2, 3. This is a wake-up call for many of us to now determine why is thing, why this thing going right? Now, some of you may be struggling saying, but pastor, I, I honor my pastor. You, you didn't watch last week. Pastor, I would never dishonor my woman of God. Here's the question. Is your pastor your spiritual father? Oh, God. This here is painful for many of us to hear, but I dealt with this at length last week, and I showed you through uh, revelation the Lord had given us that, listen, not because someone pastors you can you then equate or you can just put on them the title of spiritual father your pastor ain't got to be your father not because you get saved under someone's ministry doesn't mean they are your spiritual father and i am a pastor who there are several, a lot of people have gotten saved under my ministry and they've gotten saved under my ministry and gone places and then flourished because it was not my job to pass to father them it was my job to instruct them uh oh <laughs> It was my job to instruct them to get them to a certain place. Now they, they then met up, they, they collided with their spiritual father or spiritual mother, and now they are soaring. They are flourishing. Ain't nothing wrong with me, ain't nothing wrong with them. Over there, that's where their parentage was, and now they are well off. So you cannot forget 1 Corinthians chapter 4, 1 Corinthians 4, 14, 15 says, For though you have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet have ye not many fathers. And this here needs to get out because you could be, now you, you don't dishonor your instructors either, don't get me wrong. But there is a release, there is a flow, there is something that happens, beloved, when you connect with your spiritual parentage. There is, there is an explosion, there's a release that happens, there is a favor according to Ephesians 6 and 2, there is a level of prosperity that comes. And See, I am so convinced of this that I, I, I cannot be concerned about who pastor gets offended because I'm preaching this. I can't do that because in, in the climate that we are in, when atheism is on the rise, when agnosticism is on the rise, when persons are telling the church, don't speak to nothing concerning the state, when in this country there is a plot of the devil, not of the government, 
There's a plot of the devil to silence the church, to silence the, the pulpits, to silence the believers in this nation and telling us sit in our corners and sit small till your name call. When in that kind of climate, we need to raise an army up that is properly aligned, aligned as God has designed it so that they can flourish in the power of God that we can take territory. So this is no light matter, beloved. This ain't just something that we just throw out there because I need something to teach at Bible study. This comes, this word right here that I'm releasing to you is going to come with warfare for me. And I know it, but I ain't scared of no demon. I ain't scared of no devil. But this is going to liberate some persons to now start asking the questions, am I in the right house? Am I connected to the right people? See, do you see when you read scripture, you see the importance of the right connection. Now, I know I spoke about this in series back when I was talking about um, persons like comrades and, and companions. Sorry, we're talking about companions and having the right kind of connection. But now we're talking about having the right upward. See, that was a horizontal connection. But I'm talking about upward. I'm still in the earth realm now, not the heavenly, in the earth realm, but the upward connection is critical as well. This is why Ruth says to Naomi, I don't care what you say to me. I don't care what you say to me. Where you lodge, I don't lodge. Your God going to be my God. Because I understand that for me, my, my, me being well off is hinged to my connection to you. This is why Elisha said to Elijah, dude, ain't nothing you tell me going to make me stay in Gilgal. If you moving, I moving. Just like that. If you go into Jordan, I go into Jordan too. Wherever you go, I'm going with you because I understand that where I'm going is hinged to my connection with you. This is why, glory be to God, a Timothy locked on Rabash to a Paul, a Peter, watch this, locked on to a Jesus when he says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. There is something that happens. There is a release. There is a download. There's a flow. Watch this. Even a Samuel connects to an Eli because there is something that happens when you are rightly aligned to that that is supposed to pour into your life. A Joshua that served, glory be to God, Moses. This is critical. This is existential to the believer and this is a message that has been silenced and now now that it has it has begun to 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 pick up some steam now it is being perverted and we got to address the perversion of this because um, the enemy knows how critical this is. And so he has come there since the conversation began. And I believe it started off right. This whole idea of spiritual father and sons and daughters, it, I believe that it was spirit induced for that conversation about 15 or so years ago. It started, you started to hear it more and more. You heard it more and more and more and more. But what happened is, just as what the enemy did in the Garden of Eden, he's still doing today, that he perverts what God intends to do in the earth when we allow him to. See, we partner with the devil for the perversion to take place. He cannot pervert what God intends for the earth on his own. And so he needs human partnership to pervert the will of God in the earth. And unfortunately, we always volunteer ourselves to 
partner with the enemy to pervert what God has intended. It happened in the Garden of Eden and it's still happening today. This message of father and son, was it's, it's, it is an unnecessary revelation, a necessary truth, a necessary message that needs to hit the body of Christ. It is just as important as Miles Monroe's message on the kingdom and on vision. It is just as important as Joseph Prince's message on grace. This It is just as important as the message on miracle signs and wonders. All those truths that have hit the body of Christ, this message about spiritual sons and fathers is equally as important and the enemy knew how important it was and so he stepped in and he perverted it. He brought perversion in it as a bit, even the message of prosperity that hit the body of Christ perversion came along with it and now we are seeing so much nonsense in the body of Christ both from sons and from fathers now understand daughters I'm saying sons and fathers because it's convenient this is this is daughters daughters mothers daughters fathers um, mothers sons it's the whole gamut all right but it has become so perverted and and so this message needs to get it's, it's let me say this it has gotten so perverted that when I started pastoring and those who have been with me some time, I totally dismissed the idea. Don't you call me your daddy. Can't stand that, that because it's, it is, it is, it has become so, I almost want to say nasty. So I tell, don't call me daddy. I ain't calling you son and daughter because I didn't want to be a part of it. I didn't have the full understanding as I'm getting now and I don't want to I don't want to say that I'm there yet but I don't have the understanding that I have now all I knew is what I saw I didn't want so I had no sons or no daughters no I ain't want that because what I see over there is messy it's nasty it's perverted and I don't want it big grown man almost sitting in men's laps and stuff cuddling up under them and this my daddy and I saw that nonsense don't perverted man I remember in the natural, coddling up under, under their spiritual father. Men kissing other men and doing this stuff because I'm kissing you as, come on son, let me kiss you. And, and then opening the doors of perversion, all that kind of nonsense happening in the body of Christ. And then when it wasn't that the sexual connotation brought to it, it was the manipulation where you send up all your money to your spiritual daddy. And you, you can't have nothing because you're sending everything to your spiritual daddy. When he comes to your church, you got to give him $10,000 or whatever, whatever the comparison is. You got to give him all kind of money. He don't ever bless you. And I, based on what I read in scripture, it was the father that gave the son the robe it was the father that gave the son the ring it was the father that gave the son the sandals it was the father that killed the, the fatted calf but in this dispensation it's the son that gotta go find the calf for the daddy jesus lord of mercy it's the son that trying to find robe the son going to the buying robe for the daddy So when I saw all the mess that was happening, my thing was, I ain't into that. You ain't gonna me preaching it. I ain't preaching it. I ain't talking it. I ain't touching it because it's nasty. It's, it's despicable. I don't want no part of it. But the, and, and I realized, the hold on, I was now partnering in the perversion because it's a necessary message that God intended for the church. So, whew, so here we now, full circle. And trying to bring some truth to this, trying to bring some sobriety to this, because it is absolutely necessary, according to the word of God, the Bible says, that it may be well with thee. Now, here's a question that I got to answer, because now I've already laid out 
the whole thing of the responsibility of the father. I laid that out. Um, I promise you all, I ain't gonna expand it. I laid them out. Purpose, not gift. Fathers are not concerned about your gift, but your purpose. Fathers are concerned with your character, not your platform. Fathers don't give you platform. Fathers work on your character. The heavenly father will create platforms for you. No preaching. Number three, your fathers are concerned about your stability, not your style. They ain't that concerned with you dressing like them and walking like them and hooping like them and tuning like them and all that kind of nonsense. No, they're concerned about you being stable. Number four, they make you. They don't use you to make them. Talking about spiritual fathers. Number five, they, they validate you. They don't compete against you. They're the five qualities that we laid out concerning fathers, and we expanded them over the last two weeks. I want to shift to sons, but here's the million-dollar question. How does this process work? So we said to you last week that some persons are under an instructor, but they are calling the instructor their father. Or their mother that your father in the spiritual realm doesn't have to be the first person you encounter fathers birth things in you develop you text according to again first Corinthians 4 and 14 says this he says for in Christ Jesus I have begotten you through the gospel I've caused to arise I've caused you to attain by effort that's the word begotten. Yeah. So, okay, pastor, I hear you talking. I hear you talking, bishop. I hear you talking, pastor. I hear you talking, rev. So, do I wait on my father to find me? Or do I go and find my father? That's the million-dollar question. Do I wait on my father to find me or do I go and find my father I believe that we have to be so careful and I'm reading this now what I have here in how we take a single pericope a single occurrence or a story that we find in scripture, an occurrence in scripture, and we establish laws based on that. I think that's dangerous. Very dangerous. So, to answer that question, because I know that's a major question now, because, okay, Pastor Bishop, you gave me this truth now, and I believe I'm under an instructor, because I am not, I have not come forth. I have not come alive spiritually. I'm saved, but... I feel like 
I have not even walked, I have not even touched the purpose that God has in me yet. And I honor my pastor, I honor my man of God, I honor my woman of God, I love them because they were there for me. They, watch this, they, they helped me with my children. They helped to buy grocery for me. Oh God, let me hit this while I hear. They helped to buy grocery. They helped me with tuition to go off to school. They were there for me um, when I needed them when things were low in my life. They wrote job reference letter for me. They called their friend who worked down the road by that person in their office and they got me the job. I can't leave them. Any man or woman of God that holds that kind of stuff over you and tell you that you can't leave, they are not your parent. That's confirmation that I am your father or your mother. Who can hold over you and hold you hostage on the basis of what they did for you? That's not a spiritual parent. You are not the father. You ain't my ma, you ain't my pa. But many of us are in that predicament where we feel locked in because of all the things that people didn't do for us. So now we feel stuck. And my question to Rev is, Rev, why did you do what you did? Was that manipulation? Because you do realize that's what pedophiles do. Rev. Pedophiles buy you things. Clothes and do them kind of stuff. Sexual predators. That's what they do. Buy you all kind of stuff, nice you up. And then they go in for the kill. Make you beholden to them. I hope that ain't what happened in the church. I hope, first lady, um, when you buy things for that young lady in church, you're trying to make her beholden to you. Hold on now. Please tell me that ain't what happened. Please tell me, Rev, that ain't what we're doing. That we have a book of what we do for you so that you know if you try to leave, we can pull the book at you. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office. 6015125 We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.